0: Welcome to the Do Life Better Podcast, where we believe that you get to create who you are being and who you become. And it's often the smallest changes and actions that make the biggest difference. Each week, your host Dave Jorna will bring you the best guests, tips, and messages to inspire and help you to do life even better. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's get started.
1: Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Do Life Better podcast. I'm so grateful that you're joining me again today and of course I hope you're creating a great day for yourself. Now if you are a regular listener, thank you very much. I really do appreciate your support and the fact that you are obviously finding lots of value in this, so thank you. And for all everyone who's been um, sharing this out with your family and your friends and your colleagues and so on, thank you very much because it's great to see the number of downloads growing and that's because of you, so thank you. Now, today's episode, we have Dr. John Belletta joining us
2: again today. John, how are you? I'm doing just fine, thank you. It's a pleasure to be back again.
1: Excellent. Thanks, John. It's great to have you again. And um, so, John, just on the weekend, um, it was Eli's very first game of soccer, his four. And uh, we were told, yep, he's old enough to come along and join in. And we didn't realize, though, like, until his first game that he's actually playing against six and seven-year-olds. Right, wow, well, what a
2: challenge that must have been for oh, him. It
1: was, it was absolutely. And it was a, such a beautiful moment, such a, a joy-filled moment for me and my wife because he didn't stop smiling the entire time. Like, he was probably, I uh, bet, two paces behind the ball at all times. just kind of running around, following after everybody, but smiling from ear to ear the entire time. He probably only kicked the ball a few times, and he did a headbutt, not intentionally, but someone <laughs> kicked the ball at his head, and it was an awesome headbutt, and he kind of just froze and looked at me, then smiled and ran off. But, you know, the only time he kind of... Uh, slowed down a bit uh, was towards the end of the second half when he was getting exhausted. Um, but it was uh, a great sign of just you know him having so much fun. Uh, he just smiled the entire time. And even though he didn't get, much time with the ball even though he didn't get to kick the ball much or tackle much he was still really excited about coming back again next week
2: yeah so there's something and about his resolve this sort of strength yeah. of his character of this is what I need to do on the pathway to learning how to play soccer properly
1: well that's exactly what I was thinking about during the game it reminded me that you know sometimes a lot of people just have this as you said resolve this determination and even though there are a few paces behind the ball they're still smiling, they're still having fun, and they're still chasing just as hard. And then even when you get a, a, a setback, like someone kicks the ball at your face or whatever, you still smile and you keep on going. And again, it reminded me that you know it would have been very easy for Eli to stop and just to give up and to think it's all unfair, why isn't he getting more time on the ball? But he just had so much fun. And again, it reminded me that in everyday life, there's a big difference for some people. Some people seem to have that determination and that grit and that resilience and keep on going regardless of what life throws at them. Yeah, absolutely. And other people, not so much. Um, how come?
2: Yeah, well, it's a great point, and actually, I, I like that idea of the the ball to the head sort of yeah, idea. Yeah. So it wasn't an intentional heading that he was doing, but it was uh, <laughs> it was being hit in the face with that. And, and it's almost like a metaphor for life, isn't it? That, yes, yes. The reality is that if we can accept that there will be problems in life, there will be some challenges that will come. That mm. that is the norm. That's part of being human. That's part of the many moving parts that are you know that sort of are out there. And that when things happen. Do I keep my eye on the, the the goal that I have and and go after that with some sort of uh, perseverance, mm-hmm. or do I think that 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 kick to the head means that that ball to the head sorry means that <laughs> I should you know sit on the sideline or that mm. life isn't fair? Mm. It, it it was what it was. It was mm. part of the life process and you know rather than being self-conscious and this is not fair and uh, this is going to happen all the time you've got a four-year-old who has a really nice optimism which is it happened what do I need to refocus on where's the ball where's my position and off I go so it's really about being open to discovering how much fun football could be or how much um, how many more skills there are to develop so there's something about your kid that is about um, accepting that that these problems and this change is part of life. And so that's a really nice trait that uh, that he's inherited and that he's developing.
1: Oh, thanks. I take full responsibility for that, <laughs> of course. No, not at all. Not at all. But um, but it's, it's like that in everyday life, isn't it? You know, sometimes, whether it be at work and we don't get the promotion or um, the project we're working on doesn't work out quite as, as how we'd like, or we don't get the marks we want in our studies, um, it can be really easy for some people to give up. But for others, it's that fuel. Mm-hmm. When they don't get what they want, when they don't get the outcome they want, it's that fuel, it's that driver to keep them moving forward. Yeah. Um, is, are there major differences there?
2: Yeah. Well, in, in terms of um, when things don't work out the way that we would like in this fantasy world of, you know, things just going from A to B to C to D, that things aren't linear, that there are, you know, sort of little detours along the way, is that we actually see those crises – that happen at work or at, at school or you know on the on the football field that these are crises which are surmountable, and mm-hmm. that what we do is we think to our, you know that at a very deep level it's not a time to wallow it's not a time to say of oh, failing or, or stumbling is problematic it, it, it is a step on that path and you know very seldom are paths linear and if we understand that and understand that there are people around because I guess a lot of people listening to this podcast would be thinking, so how do I develop more of this psychological hardiness? How do I, you know, mm. get more grit if that's yes. possible? How do I do that? And and, you know, part of the way that we do that is we look at what other people who we respect, what do they do and how do they do it? What are some other ways of solving problems? There are there are there are many ways from, you know, you know, um, A to E. It does you know, and mm. and just knowing that, you know, sometimes sidetracks can be absolutely, you know, much more fun or much more instructive than, you know, um, progress in a, in a linear fashion. But it's about sort of being almost like elastic, you know, oh, rather yeah, than yeah. rigid and saying, you know, I can absorb some of this and I can stretch and I can, you know, um, and, and roll with the punches there. I, I can adapt to the stress. I don't have to be overwhelmed by it.
1: Nice. So knowing that you're flexible yet strong enough to absorb it, to change, to mould to the new situation. Uh, and also I was picking up there a lot about hope what you're saying that it will get better, there will be different ways there. Uh, I have heard a lot of people say that hope is the biggest predictor for resilience. Would you say that's true? Well, does that really help in a, such a massive way for resilience and grit?
2: Yeah, um, it's a, it, that's a nice one. I have a, actually a, a colleague of mine who um, in his cynical times will say hope is not a strategy. Um, and I think I think hope is a pre. I think hope is a precondition. Sure. Okay. Um, by the way, that's probably going to be the title of my next book. But uh, I I think hope is a precondition, and right. what I mean by that is a a positive outlook, an expectation, almost like a self fulfilling prophecy, which I'm sure we've talked about before mm-hmm. in other ways, mm-hmm. about that things can actually um, be realised in the way that I would like them to be further mm-hmm. down the track, but on my path. Um, to that spot there's going there are going to be some decisions that will need to be made some options that will need to be explored i might need to do it with other people it's not going to be an easy path necessarily but if i have that hope that belief that expectation that things will be okay and then if i do the right things in the right ways there's a really good chance that i'll get there even though i'll fall even though i'll have some self doubt even though i'll need to be aware of what's going on internally I can contain that i can contain the pain or the um the vulnerability um Mm. and you know refocus on you know this is the strategy and off i go so it's really about the expectation that um that the goal which has been um, envisioned is absolutely possible other people have done it before i can absolutely do it
1: nice one so learning from other people using their strategies their processes and having that expectation, which is fueled by that hope and faith, having the expectation that I will get there if I just keep getting up, keep following these processes that are proven by other people. Yeah,
2: absolutely. You know, the, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, we've um, humans have been doing a whole lot of really fabulous things for a really long time. And so if we're connected, and I think this is a really important part, Dave, where um, if we're connected to teachers, parents, Friends, coaches, uh, leaders within religious communities, uh, people who are within sporting teams, you know, wherever it might be. These are people who are usually older than us, people who have failed usually many more Mm. times than us. And what we can do is we can piggyback um, on their lived experience. Their, if they're professional people, their clinical wisdom, um, what the research has said, and we can piggyback on that, and we don't have to blaze our own trail in every area of life. We can learn from, you know, these teachers, if you like, as well as the feedback of, you know, the times where we've struggled, and so we can have maybe some clear air and, a, and an easier path than, um, than you know, if we were just by ourselves. You know, it's that isolation. Is, is very problematic. Not being connected in relationships is very problematic. So if we stay connected to good people who are, who respect us and that, who we can honour and be open to their influence, fabulous things are absolutely mm, possible. Mm.
1: So in a way, letting go of that ego because sometimes we think, I need to do it on my own. If I'm going to be successful, I want to, I want to be successful because I got there myself. But to let go of that and then to say, I can get there quicker <laughs> and do a better job of it if I learn from these other people who've already been there, who've already succeeded. Uh, if I can have the support network around me, so support network, you're saying, absolutely is a big help,
2: absolutely criti- critical. Mm-hmm.
1: And then using their strategies from other people who've got there, having the expectation that things will be okay. Other yep. other key habits um, that when we use the, these habits, we will be more resilient and more gritty.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, one of the critical pieces, and I think you were sort of alluding to it before around that, the hope, and I think it's in that same territory, and that is, it's not a word I think that we've used so far today, but I know that you've used in podcasts before, and that is that space of gratitude. And that is, mm-hmm. you know, for, for your son being on the paddock uh, on the weekend, um, if there's something with him that he can, um, almost like at an unconscious level or Consciously, if you know, we remind you know people around us is to be grateful. Here's an opportunity. Not everybody gets a chance to be part of this family, or part of this team, or part of this school, or part of this workplace. And if we can actually be in that space and be mindful of of the blessings that we have because of chance, or by good genetic material, or by opportunities or relationships, and if we can be in that space and really truly be um, grateful for what it is that. You know, that we have and where it is that we are, then that almost like gives us a stable base to operate from. And that's sort of affirming to our, you know, in terms of our brain chemistry of, of you know, calling to mind those sorts of things periodically mm-hmm. and being grateful for those. Well, then we've, you know, we've got our, 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 our mindset pointing in that direction of, okay, um, what are the next steps? I'm cognizant of what I've already got. I've done that inventory. Okay, what are the next pieces and with whom and how is that done? and and what are the things i've yet to learn and um and then and then off we go and um and you know that's pretty special stuff um to be able to count our blessings periodically or well regularly
1: excellent excellent so gratitude is a big help as you're saying because it helps to build up your own foundation absolutely uh,
2: it it gives us perspective
1: mm-hmm. excellent other other habits that we could use
2: um i think what um we need to be able to do is experience ourselves as being um masterful or having a sense of accomplishment in our lives so what does that mean right. you know because we've got to get that ratio right if we're st- if we're lining up for school mm. or in our family or at the workplace mm. where the ratio of if you like positives to negatives you know is is out of kilter mm-hmm. well then it's almost like um we're, we're swimming upstream mm-hmm. you know and as, as as noble as that might sound in some ways We've got to sort of if you like, pick our battles. And if there are times where we are banging our head against the wall, if we're after something which is just really potentially not doable or not doable within a, a timely fashion or with the amount of energy you've got, well you've got to be able to say, Okay, I'm gonna cut my losses here. This is this is crazy making to, mm-hmm. to think that I can, you know, you know, beat my way through this through this path, you know? Um, so it's about saying, How can I whether it's in sports or hobbies or academically or relationships, how can I structure things so I'm getting positive strokes and that positive to negative ratio, if you like, headed you know in the right direction. So on balance, on balance, each day I'm waking up thinking I'm hopeful, optimistic, I know what it is that I need to do. It's not path of least effort. I am actually going to roll the sleeves up and do some stuff, but I've got this nice um, platform of... Success and mastery from yesterday and last week and last month. So it's about you know um, getting that ego in check and getting that bravado in check and um, and and you know actually orienting yourself um, in a space where you know the 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 effort the process may very well lead to some reasonably good outcomes. I don't know if that sort of makes sense for you. Yeah, 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 nice. Thank you.
1: I like that balancing your big challenges with other moments that you can succeed yeah so allowing yourself to have lots of moments where you can succeed you can feel senses of of achievement so that that will help to fuel you to keep you going when you're getting those knockbacks from the bigger challenge when you find things a little bit more difficult or even celebrating the small steps on your way to achieving the bigger goal
2: yeah absolutely you know the only way that we can um build that grit as you've uh, nicely termed that before you know is in that in that space of tenacity and that is you know I've done some stuff before it's yielded some nice results and I'm now tenacious about my subsequent um, tasks or subsequent goals and and you know this is you know some of this resilience space is about a trait but you know what we know about traits is that you know if we focus on uh, the development of them we can actually get a lot lot better at that by learning the skills which are required so looking at the task breaking it down Uh, scoping out what a bit of a strategy might be, being open to the reality that there's going to be some stumbling blocks um, and in relationship with people who are more competent than us, um, almost anything is Mm. possible.
1: Excellent. And of course, uh, our resilience is enhanced too when we're looking after ourselves. And you mentioned that before with gratitude. So when we're sleeping well, when we're exercising, when we're having good nutrition, that helps to set us up as well. So we're actually in the right mood to start with.
2: Absolutely. And I think sometimes, uh, I know we, in this space, we often, we're talking about things of a psychological nature, but in the resilience space, remember, we're we're, we're also talking about mental resilience. We're also talking about physical resilience right. and physical wellbeing. And if, um, if what we can do is to make sure that our mind and our body, soul, our emotional space are all in pretty good shape, well, you know, there's going to be that synergistic effect um, for whatever the the, um, the challenges are ahead for us. So absolutely, biology is is so important as well.
1: Mm, oh, for sure. At the moment, I'm training for my first marathon. And I know that when, I, when I'm okay to continue with the longer runs and keep pushing through that wall, in the physical sense, then my grit and resilience uh, for the workload and the mental state is also enhanced. So by pushing myself physically, I find that my mind game is absolutely strengthened as well.
2: Absolutely. And what you're doing is you're going beyond, and I know this sounds very much like a cliche, but you're going beyond the, the uh, survive to the thrive. Mm. And what you're doing is you know really trying to value add to your life, which is going to be a wonderful model to your boys and to other people around you and, and to your listeners as well as they track you, pardon the pun, <laughs> but as they track your progress in that space, uh, because you're getting your head around something which is very impressive and, and really quite significant and, um, and it's about you know um, moving into the amount of potential that you have and keep you know pushing those boundaries so kudos to you.
1: Thanks actually that is one of the reasons I'm doing it as an example for the boys as well but <laughs> anyway let's see if I make the start line this time but um, John thank you for that. Uh, before we head off to our challenge for the week for our listeners is there anything else that I haven't asked anything else that you'd like to add or would you like to get straight into the challenge?
2: Um, well, I think that, uh, you know, what we need to remember here is that, you know, rather than uh, having an expectation that life is going to be, as uh, some folks would say, you know, a bed of roses and, and plain sailing, is that the reality is that, you know, change and challenges, they're a constant. And once we know that that's the reality, it makes all of the other stuff that, uh, you know, rather than looking at them as curveballs, we look at them as just, the, you know, the reality of the game.
1: Nice one. So it's not something that's unusual, it's just it is what it is, it's all part of it.
2: It's a constant, absolutely.
1: Excellent. Thank you. So your challenge for the week?
2: Well, what I thought might be a nice uh, process for your listeners to consider, and I know that you've encouraged people to do journaling and reflection mm. and mindfulness uh, routinely, I thought it might be interesting if people could, whether it's on a, a daily basis, or a weekly basis when they're journaling or doing a little inventory of themselves, if they could notice when they feel challenged, when they might have some unproductive or some difficult emotions, mm-hmm. if at those times they could notice what's going on, what it is that is loading into them feeling pushed around or um, out you know that's stretching them a little bit more, and to actually make some notes about what the situation is, what it's touching in them what some options might be of how to respond rather than react, mm-hmm. uh, rather than that very primitive reaction, and thinking about those responses in a way um, that might be shared with a mentor or a teacher or a friend and to be able to get some feedback on that. You know, this is what I'm thinking about doing and sharing that with somebody else who they respect and say, what do you think of this? So they can actually use others as role models there as a way of planning for action. So it's just it's a reflective, you know... Um, action oriented sort of process
1: excellent john thank you and again for for you listening in we will have that challenge in the show notes as well so thank you very much we do hope that will be very helpful for you for this week so john thank you again it's always a pleasure having you here um and chatting with you and i know that i learned so much from just having a chat with you john so thank you very much for your time today
2: thanks dave pleasure
1: and uh, everyone, thank you very much again for joining us on this episode of the Do Life Better podcast. And if you could please do me that one little favor, if you could please subscribe, leave a rating and a review on whatever app you're using. Uh, if you leave a review, we will give you a shout out. You will be the fan of the week on one of the episodes coming up. So thank you very much. I can't wait to have you join me again next time.
0: Thanks again for listening to the Do Life Better podcast. You can find all our show notes at www projecthatch.com.au forward slash do life better if you'd like to book dave john to speak at your event company or school you can contact him at hello at projecthatch.com.au you can contact us on facebook at project hatch and on instagram at project underscore hatch please remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with someone you think would benefit from these messages and now it's time to get out there and do life better